0: Title of the message, he makes all things new. We have a God who is about, whose nature is to make things new. In fact, he says that this earth and heaven will pass away and he will bring a new earth and a new heaven that's our God. He does new things revelations twenty one five He who sat on the throne said, "Behold, I will make all things new. I want you to think about your circumstance, things that you thought could never change, relationships, children debt, accommodation, health and listen to the words of him who sits upon the throne Behold, I will make all things new Take hold of those strongholds of the mind things that you've accepted and in Jesus' name you pull them down He makes all things new our mighty God comes in like a river, comes in by his Holy Spirit flowing, flowing, flowing and he restores people with cancer, restores people with, with bone marrow problems, with arthritis, with brain disease, with schizophrenia, with walking problems. He comes to make all things new. Why would you rebel against his word and choose to believe a lie that whatever your problem is, that it's permanent? Why would you do that? He has said, I make all things new. Isaiah forty-three eighteen. <clears throat> do not remember the former things nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. What are the former things? The former things are present. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. I will do a new thing means that the thing that he's about to do is going to make your present circumstance old. In the spiritual realm, your present circumstance is already old. Behold, I will do a new thing. That is faith. Don't hold on to your present circumstance, it's old. The new is coming. Now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. He is able to do what is impossible for man. He can make a way where there seems to be no way. He can cause rivers to flow in barren, parched, dry deserts. And you know how we have this newness of life? When he died, we live. When he died, through his resurrection, we live. When you unite yourself in the death of Jesus Christ, when you give up your life and you take his death, and his resurrection. When you unite yourself with his death. You are buried in Christ. Romans 6, four. Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death. That just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. Even so. You believe that Jesus Christ rose from the dead? Even so, we also should walk in the newness of life. We also should walk in the newness of life. This newness of life is something that you can, by choice, put on. We'll talk about that some more in a moment. God gives you a new name. Do you call yourself sick? Has the doctor given you a diagnosis? He gives you a new name, healed, whole. Does your bank say that you are poor and in debt? He gives you a new name, prospered. Are you tormented and the doctors say you have schizophrenia, voices and so on? He gives you a new name. You have a sound mind. Are you rejected and lonely? He places the lonely in families. He calls you blessed in your relationships. Are you in stagnation? Are you in hindrance? Do you call yourself unsuccessful? He says that he will make a road in the wilderness. He calls you a man, a woman, a breakthrough. Are you depressed, suicidal and without hope? He calls you a man or woman of joy, of peace, of hope. Hallelujah. He gives you a new name. Isaiah 62 verse 2. You shall be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord will name. You need to call yourself by the names that God has given you. You are justified, not condemned. You are glorified, not full of shame. You are well, you are healthy, you are prospered according to the word of God. You shall also be a crown of glory, Isaiah 62 verse 3, in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. You shall no longer be termed forsaken. Do you have a spirit of I'm forsaken, I'm rejected. You shall no longer be termed, be called forsaken. Nor shall your land any more be called desolate. But you shall be called Hephzibah. And your land Beulah. Hephzibah means delighted. You shall be called delight. Beulah means married. For the Lord delights in you and your land shall be married. Are you calling yourself the wrong names? The anointing gives you a new name. Isaiah 61 verse 1, which Jesus Christ Quoted in Luke 4, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. You know, what am I almost continually doing? I'm proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. That's what I'm doing in one way or another. Repent. He wants to reveal his great love to you. He wants to change, transform your life. The anointing of Jesus Christ will do it. And the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes. I was in a hardware store yesterday and there was a family, a hardware store in Australia called Bunnings, and there was a family and the teenager had a T-shirt and it said, if I remember correctly, beautiful from ashes. Beautiful from ashes. And... Uh, I believe it's the the same people. I saw a camper van driving into the hardware store and on the back it was advertising their church. I thought, God bless you. (laughs) To give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. How many times do we see people drunk with laughter who've got on their little placard, depression, suicidal and so on? The garment of praise for the spirit of of heaviness, hallelujah, hallelujah. God will change your circumstance to give you the spirit of praise so that you just give him thanks. You know, all these things, these names, you have to put on, you know. It's it's my practice before or when my feet touch the floor, getting up in the morning, I'm praising him. Put it on, the garment of praise. You can put on a moaning, complaining spirit, like you can put on weariness or you can put on praise. Hallelujah. And you know, many times in life we have to persevere with stuff and we break through through praise. You persevere, you persevere, you're patient, and then praise, 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 and the devil devil, have to leave you. But they may be called, named, trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. He will do all these things in our life for the glory of God. So get your perspective right. God wants to do things in your life that he may be glorified. So put yourself in that perspective. Lord, heal me that I might glorify you. Hallelujah. Lord, do this in my life. That I might serve you. Often, you know, the devil comes along and does time wasters and I say to the Lord, Lord, I don't have time to be wasted because I want to serve you. See, get your perspective right. I want to serve you, Lord. I want to glorify you, Lord. So fix this problem. Hallelujah. Praise God. You are a new creation. You are not the person that you think you are. Come on. God does not see you the way you see yourself. He knows you better than you know yourself. He sees you through the promises of God. What do you see? Do you see yourself as righteous, justified, blessed, forgiven, healed? Or do you see yourself through a cloud of deception and lies that the enemy has put you on? Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. This new you in Christ is someone that you can put on. It's spiritual. Colossians 3.8 But now you yourselves are to put off. Everyone say, put off. You can put it off. Hallelujah. And a good way of putting it off is tell someone else your sin, your mistakes, your grumpiness, your bad attitudes, your selfishness. Humility is a great way of putting it off because it makes it very difficult To put it back on because you know you're going to have to humble yourself again. So you leave it off because you don't want to have to go through that again. Amen. Find someone that you can humiliate yourself in front of. That you can say, look, these are my sins. I need to confess. I don't want to have to do this again. So I'm not putting it back on. But you yourselves have put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds. You can put it off and have, what is the word? Put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. You can put this on. I'm telling you the truth. Hallelujah. Just like you can say in Jesus' name, the power of God flows. There are spiritual realities. You can put on the new man and you can put off the old. You can make a decision. It's not all up to God. It's not all up to you. You can make a decision of repentance. You can make a decision to put it on and God will give you the grace. God will meet your action. Hallelujah. You do your part. God does his your part is to obey his word, to believe. His part will answer your faith and repentance. This I say therefore and testify in the Lord, Ephesians 4.17, that you should no longer walk, everyone say walk, as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind. That, that word futility means useless, useless. This world is filled with useless thinking, BBC, useless thinking, ABC, useless thinking, DEF, (laughs) whatever it is, useless, political, moral, immoral thinking of this world. It's useless, it'll get you nowhere. And people who have no purpose in Christ in life, they get caught up with these lies, deception of the enemy, which will just make your life... Useless, just as their lives are useless. Hallelujah. Having their understanding darkened. You know, by God's grace, when we speak to the darkness of sickness, as you saw today, and that darkness leaves people's lungs and so on, so also these people who come on and talk about gender and sexuality and all this rubbish Their minds are darkened and their hearts speak out of the darkness. They need deliverance. Their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them. You get all these professional people speaking their ignorance. Hallelujah. It is, what do you say? Ignorance. It's all ignorance. And while I'm at it, Be careful when you send your kids to psychologists and therapists and so on, whose minds are darkened by spiritual ignorance. What are they going to do to your kids? Be careful where you send them. Send them to Jesus. Because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who are past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Did you know your mind is not just data that you learn and thoughts that, you know, decisions that you made, you make? Your mind has atmosphere. There's a spiritual atmosphere. Let your mind be renewed. And we do that by soaking our mind in the Word of God. Amen? Soak your mind in the word. Jesus said, my words are spirit and life. You will renew your mind. You will find truth. But if you soak yourself in the world, the news of the world, the opinions of the world and all that, what atmosphere will you end up with? Praise God. Let us not be ignorant It is time to wake up and to be renewed in the word of God. So also, be renewed in the life of Christ and break off all religion and religious thinking from your life. Religion is not the same as newness of life in Jesus. Wow, there's a big difference. But now we have been delivered, hallelujah, love that word, we have been delivered from the law, having died to what we were held by. Some people are bound by their Christian religion. Well, don't do this, don't do that. It's all rules, you need to dress like this, whatever. You know, we are called to freedom and liberty in Christ Jesus. That doesn't mean freedom to sin. But it means we are free from law, from rules. Our Christianity is about love. The very nature of Christianity is love, not rules. If you love me, you will obey my commands. And so we read Romans 7:6, But now we have been delivered from the law, having died to what we were held by, so that we should serve in the newness of the spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. Praise God. Uh, I uh, went to a church and, uh, and just the, the preaching was just full of legalism. Just full of legalism. And that's just what they fed the people, legalism. And, you know, that's death. That's death. There's no life in it. We need the life of Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And when God gives you this newness of life, the, you get filled and baptized in the Holy Spirit, baptized in fire, equipped to serve. Watch out. You will need a new wine skin. New life, new wine, new wineskin. What is a new wine? New, sorry, a new wine skin? It's your whole life. It's your relationships. Everything will begin to change because of the anointing that rests upon you. You know? No one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment for the patch pulls away from the garment, and the tear is made worse. You know, you can be in a church, you get filled with the Holy Spirit, you know. You just want to dance and shout and clap for Jesus and pray for everyone and rip. (laughs) They say, get out. (laughs) We don't want this new wine. Nor do they put new wine into old wineskins or else the wineskins break. The wine is spilled and the wineskins are ruined. But they put new wine into new wineskins and both are preserved. Praise God. And likewise, you are like a wineskin. When the new wine comes in, you know, you need to change, change. You know, the old wineskins, they get tough and the new wine is bubbly, fermented, and the new wine starts to expand and the old wineskins are tough and old, and they want to expand that. That's why they burst. So also we need to repent of our sin. Our life needs to change so that we become supple like a new wineskin. Amen. Praise God. Wherever the river of God flows, we welcome the Holy Spirit. Wherever the Spirit of God flows, there is newness of life and health and joy and peace. Peace, unspeakable. Ezekiel 47 verse 7. Ezekiel says, I returned there. He was been almost swimming in the river of God that had flown out of the sanctuary. And he returns along the bank of the river. Were very many trees on one side and the other. Then he said to me, this water. The angel said, this water flows towards the eastern region, goes down into the valley, enters the sea. Now listen to this. When it reaches the sea, this is the river of God, its waters, that's the waters of the sea, are healed. And it shall be that every living thing that moves wherever the river goes will live. You shall live because his river flows today upon you. There will be a very great multitude of fish because these waters go there. For they will be healed and everything will live wherever the river goes. There will be many fish. So the Lord will multiply his goodness in your life. I prophesy it. Put your hand on your chest. The Lord shall multiply his goodness in my life. I speak multiplication. It shall be that the fishermen will stand by from en Gedi to En-Eglam. They will be places for spreading their nets. Their fish will be of the same kinds as the fish of the great sea, exceedingly many. Hallelujah. Along the bank of the river on this side and that will grow all kinds of trees used for food. Your life shall be fruitful in the name of Jesus Christ. People will come and fish from you because your life shall be so blessed. Many shall be blessed. Many shall be fed. Many shall be encouraged by the goodness of God that is multiplied in your life. And their leaves will not wither and their fruit will not fail. They will bear fruit every month because their water flows from the sanctuary. How to be prospered? Let the river of God from his holy heavenly sanctuary flow down upon your life and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Revelations 22.1 And he showed me a pure river of water of life. This river can flow into your life, into your suffering, into your affliction, into your demonic problems. This river of life can flow and destroy everything of the devil. Clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its street and on either side of the river was the tree of life which bore 12 fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of a tree were for the healing of the nations. The river of God will not only heal you, will bring healing to others, will flow through you bringing newness of life. It is time to put off the old and to put on the new. Right now, I want to invite you to put off the old. What is it that is holding you back? Is it unbelief? Is it fear? Is it timidity? Is it anxiety? Is it hopelessness? Is it depression? Is it... um, Just negativity, I'll always be sick, I'll always be poor, I'll always have problems in my marriage, I'll always have problems with my children, I'll never get married, all this type of stuff. Lord Jesus, help them, I pray, to put it aside, to lay it down, lay it down, and to put on the new, to put on the promises of God. Is there immorality, sexual immorality in your life? Lay it down. Have you believed the lies of the media? Lay it down. Take up the truth of God's word today. Praise God. Have you been doing the occult? Have you been reading horoscopes? Have you been seeing witch doctors? Have you been doing all sorts of stuff? It is time to come to Jesus, the source of all life lay it down, put on the new man, put on the new woman, put on the new person, put on Jesus Christ. Bury yourself with him, be raised with him today for you are a new creation. That is the truth. The old has passed away, so forget the old. Take on the new in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 amen. So right now... You know, just just repent, repent, gossip, you know, whatever, living your life for yourself, you know. You know, many people in my age, they're, they're well, they've paid off their house, they've, they've worked hard and now what are they going to do with their life? Well, let's take it easy, let's enjoy ourselves, let's do this, whatever. Jesus said, why do you seek me? He was at the Father's business. So, you know, whatever age in life you're at, be at the Father's business. Be busy yourself with God's work. Amen. For he who would save his life will lose it. If you lose your life, well, there goes my retirement. I'm serving Jesus Christ you will gain your life. Who is the Lord of your life? Praise God. I could go off and just enjoy cruises or I could preach the gospel. I want to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Praise God. My mentor Bill Sibriskie was preaching the gospel till he was 90 years old and then he was in the grave. All the way to heaven on fire for God. Praise God.